Are you gay? Geeky? Just enjoy hearing your good Judy's dish about the latest in pop culture? Well, then you're in luck. The boys of Flame On are here for you. In every episode, we discuss the topics that entrance us. Whether it's comics, TV, movies, drag queens, or video games, we've got you covered. So, if you're ready for your gay and geeky slice of pop culture life, then sit back and get ready to Flame On! Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hi, I'm Adore Delano, and I'm listening to Flame on Podcast, and Courtney is my waist sister that Bianca gave me. Welcome to Flame On. I am Brian the Bear. I am here with four out of the clan that is Flame On uh, currently. We have Oral. Hi, everybody. I'm back. Where were you? I, I didn't go anywhere. I never get to go anywhere. <laughs> oh, it's okay, Oral. I feel your pain. Oh, wait. Now, that's not true. You went to BentCon, what, two years ago or whatever? Yeah, but uh, you know, lately I've not been able to do anything. Well, well then that? I feel I should be like, I'm back. <laughs> Yes. Uh, so, yeah. So that's Eric. Hi. And of course, you heard Jared. Hi. Uh, my brother Jeff is out doing things that we will not speak of in this podcast for impropriety's sake. No. Um, and then Pat, of course, and I uh, are still recovering from our trip to HeroesCon. We'll talk about that, of course, after we get into some movie news and some well, television Eric stuff. Go to. We'll talk about that too. But I'd like to kick off with. Probably one of the gayest movies uh, of the year, and one that I have not seen, so I will be sitting back listening to y'all's discussion of I Maleficent. Seen it Am I the only one that saw Maleficent? Yes. Yeah. Really? I did oh not care to see God, it. Was so oh, well. Really? Why? Dissenting opinion. What? <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, so we'll talk about why that is, but let's first start with how was it? I loved it. I thought Angelina Jolie did a fantastic job. And what I really liked about it was with, uh, this is the second movie, Frozen was the first, that it wasn't the boy saving the girl, that this one, it was almost like Maleficent was the mother figure for Aurora. Like, she's the one who kind of helped her through it because she saw that the fairies didn't know what the fuck they were doing, so okay, she who, kind of stepped in. Who is Aurora? Oh, she's the Sleeping Beauty. Okay, Beauty. sorry, sorry. I'm not a Disney queen Jeez, and fairy tale lore. Kind of bad I are you? I don't know <laughs> 
<laughs> listen, listen. All right, so go ahead. Sorry. That and I, I, the special effects were fantastic. I mean, when she walked into the uh, the castle and like it was right out of the animated movie, and the laugh, like they cut the screen, but it was the original laugh that they used in the animated feature. Nice. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. It was a great movie. It was a lot of fun. So fun. Uh, it, it did sort of make uh, Maleficent more of a, a sympathetic character, right? Of okay. course, okay, of course. Um, so I heard something about they're making a Sleeping Beauty movie. No, that's a Cinderella. They're movie. doing Cinderella. Okay, and I forget who somebody from Game of Thrones is the uh, prince, and then uh, a Little Mermaid with Hermione Granger. I did see that. Yes, that so I'm excited for. No too. connection among these, I'm a just lot. individual. Yes. Individual universe, right? Sort of they thing. do. They're just making live action of their animated hits. Every okay. once in a while, they do it. Remember back in the eighties when they had a Morgan Fairchild one? Oh my god! I love that one. <laughs> oh wow! Um, now, Jared, I'd love to hear just your dissenting opinion. Why did you just discount like what's going on? Well, um, you know, hearing these these wonderful things that the movie did, you know, it's it's great that they did that. But I'm just not a big Angelina Jolie fan. Okay. And you know, I'm I'm a terrible Disney gay because I I don't buy into the glorification of these uh, princesses, you know, very strong, uh, uh, powerful, independent uh, villainesses. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I I don't identify myself as Maleficent or Ursula or uh-huh. whoever, so it's it's hard for me to immerse myself into that that role. I, I worship the Dark Phoenix. So <laughs> Seriously. So you're saying you're a butch top. Yes. That's all I heard. Um, speaking of like Maleficent and Sleeping Beauty, BuzzFeed's Sassy Aurora is your new favorite Disney princess that uh, I posted on the Facebook wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, Is hilarious. Hashtag let it go, nerd. <laughs> oh, hashtag. Okay, 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 okay. Are you guys, do you guys subscribe to the, uh, it's like drunk Disney princess Tumblr? No, I should. Okay, I'll, I'll have to show it to you guys later. Are they like, uh, so it's imagery of scenes like intercut with or, or made to look more like. Well, drunk? not Aurora, but it's just, um, you know, these, you know, iconic Disney scenes from, you know, different princesses. But the, the text that is supplied in each of these, these frames is. That's hilarious is this where like twerking something something came from maybe perhaps yeah i I, i've seen a couple of those that were pretty good so um do you think they're gonna make a sequel of any kind no No, No, that was the one shot just a one shot thing it was it was very well done very well done she looked i mean she looked like maleficent yeah to a t yeah to a t (laughs) yeah i was very impressed with just the 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 imagery that i saw in the trailer so but it's flipped the whole thing because here and like me growing up seeing the the movie Sleeping Beauty, that Maleficent was just this uh, uh, evil character, and yet, you know, her, the parents, Aurora's parents, were so good. And then in this movie, that Maleficent was a fairy that the father ripped off her wings, right? And that fueled all the revenge, uh-huh. you know. So the father was just this crazy fucking bastard, crazy. And that was the one played by Shalto something. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's cool. No, and um. The uh, so this is kind of like uh, Wicked for right exactly for Maleficent okay <laughs> and that's again why a lot of gay people love it so um, there of course has been other have been other movies um, the uh, one that is I think most exciting to us coming up is Guardians of the Galaxy right I mean it's the movie that will be perfect well in every way shape or form I certainly hope so now there was Nathan a big Fillion. Well, but we don't know who's playing now. Richard because Ryder. no, no, they went back and said oh, it's not. Oh, really? 
Yeah, that's why. Oh. That's why I uh, we posted. I think you posted yeah, on our I Facebook posted page. I got excited. And a lot of people were saying that. I mean, we were talking about it at Heroes Con. We're like, oh my god, Nathan Fillion, this is great. This is, he was going to be Green Lantern at one point. He was the voice of Green Lantern at one point. But you know, wouldn't, wouldn't that be funny if Marvel said, "All right, let's make him Nova," um, or or Richard Rider specifically? The only so. thing I was worried when I heard the whole thing of Nova, I'm like, "Oh, that's great!" But I'm like, "Why well, is a little longer the tooth?" I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, obviously, Sam would, when Nova would show up, it would definitely then have to be Sam. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I'm if he's not Richard Rider, I'm curious to see who he is, and it, you know, God only knows. I mean, Jim uh, James Gunn, the director, it, they're buddies. Like they're that's they're of a close friendship. Uh, Fillion's been in other films of his. It's you know. Not surprising that he's going to turn up, right. but uh, yeah, as what character, uh, I guess that remains to be seen, and maybe it's all misdirection, and it actually will be Richard Rider, and they just didn't want it to be revealed just yet, so they're doing that. Who knows? I don't know. Other movies that came out, have you guys, that, uh, I don't know, some Transformers coming out this week. Transformers coming out soon, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, th- these are two movies that, I unfortunately, I probably will see, just because, see. you know. I'll, I'll, I'll see won't. Turtles on the... I don't know on TBS. <laughs> on a board I just I gotta know when they're playing it for eight thousand times. I mean, even if it's just a rag on it, I gotta know. I gotta see it. I gotta I gotta Megan see this. Fox is, yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, then you saw the imagery of the shredder, of course. Uh, that, Wolverine. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was gonna say it's not that I dislike any of these franchises. They're just not. They're made by Michael Bay. But no, it's not that. It's just oh. that I just don't. They're they're not my explicit like geekdom like i appreciate it for for example like everyone's all about transformers but i'm a beast wars generation right. like beast wars is my gen one well yeah. we got dino the dino bots coming so we're getting that's that's different yeah no there there was one dino bot and he and, was the most heroic of all i know oh. he died a hero's death oh. um but yeah it's just other than that turtles I, I had turtle toys when I was growing up, but it's just, you know, Sailor Moon was coming, so <laughs> out the window. <laughs> well, um, I'm excited about the some movies that just came out on Blu-ray real quick. Uh, if you aren't paying attention, uh, Lego movie just came out on Blu-ray. Oh, my God. What? I saw it. You liked it? No, you no. didn't. What? No. Whoa. It was fun. Whoa. Yes, but I if I didn't see it, I wouldn't have missed anything. Sorry. You didn't play with Legos ever, did you? I always played with Legos. And you didn't like it? No! This was... Oh, my good God. Why did... Oh and the God. ceiling... The, the ceiling for me, why I hated it, but then Will Ferrell showed up, and I was like, you know what? But I'm see, sorry. to me, that was the move... That was the moment... And we're spoiling, by the way. If you oh, are... Sorry, spoiler adverse... If you haven't seen this fucking movie by now, you're an idiot. I'm just saying, in all things we talk about, we are not opposed to spoiling things. But it came out in February! I'm just giving our listeners okay. a heads up. Now... What you're saying here, I think we talked about this maybe indirectly when it came out, but that was the movie, the moment in the movie that transcended a kid's film for just whatever to something really special because it unified the children who play with Legos now and the children in air quotes like myself that go and buy sets and put them together and follow the instructions and could potentially even want to have them like all glued together. And would together. want a crazy glue, yeah. So no, this is the moment that unifies, like I said, those two generations and it gives... I feel like a really kind of cool, touching little moment of like the father finally understanding what the kid's doing. And uh, am I the it only one that long? It was boring. Oh. Batman, my husband fell asleep because he was excited to see Batman. He goes, "Well, Batman was kind of a joke." I mean, well, that it was, was funny though. Was, that, that, was, was, that was that was the comical part. The yeah. other, everything else I couldn't do without. Uh, I feel like it was the oldest of the groups, and no offense, ladies, uh-huh. they're just 
fighting over their Lincoln logs, Jerry. <laughs> made of actual logs fashioned by Lincoln. Like wow. I had Lincoln logs. Did you not? And did the sixteenth president of the United States give it to you? <laughs> not directly. It was the gift. Um, another movie that just came out, Grand Budapest Hotel. I don't know if we actually did talk about this way back. Um, Wes Anderson film, freaking gorgeous. Every movie he's done since Fantastic Mr. Fox has gotten better and better and just is so, so cute, so well crafted. It's like, they do fine places to shoot, but they also take a lot of time to really make them look exactly like they want. And they have a very strong visual style and, just just the performances, all of them are impressive because there's a lot of dialogue in Wes Anderson films. It's very quick. And it's all about rhythm. It's all about pacing. And it's just, uh, you know, uh, Fiennes, Rafe Fiennes is like the main character basically in Gustav. Uh, but the whole thing is framed by, you know, all these different people sort of up the chain telling this story. And it's it's just, it's a great, great movie. Um, if you have a chance, it's out on blue right now. Um, I have a question. Please. Now, how come as a group of gay men, we don't, like, gush over, like, the rise, the 300, rise of an empire of half, 300 half-naked men running around with long red fucking capes? <laughs> no, we're talking about the fucking Lego movie. <laughs> okay, okay. Budapest. <laughs> to be fair, if I saw the movie, yes, I would be gushing about it. But, again, I ain't got time for that. <laughs> now, Jared and I similarly went to see Immortals together years ago. Oh, God, oh, yeah. Too. Yeah, we did, too. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. At Immortals, we gushed about the man candy and that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Superman? Right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> before he sucked. Um, no, whatever. Um, but no, I mean, we've, we've, we've done that before. Now, I have not seen the new 300, though. So I, I haven't seen the new 300. Like, I'm surprised we don't even like And they are in blue capes this time. In oh, I'm rise sorry. of an empire. Oh, they are in blue. Oh, that, that's handy. So we can separate that. I, I just, I want to see it, but I just didn't. So yeah. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. But I was <laughs> curious. <laughs> As a group of gay men, we're not talking about a half naked man. <laughs> Well, we should fix that, all right? Yes. All right, let's we'll, we'll fix that. Dear listeners, we will we will come back at some point in the near future with stories of half Pat, get men. the porn. <laughs> <laughs> we could do porn reviews actually. I thought about that. Um, I don't know if people would be interested in hearing that or you, not. You kind of no, gay comic geek, shout out to you, Paul. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. he does, does that porn reviews. thing. That's yeah, right. but he does a visual thing where he shows some porn or scene from the porn. Yeah. So like it, for like uh like an audio medium, I don't think it would be. Um, what about like a mystery theater thing? You want to riff tracks porn? <laughs> yes, I love. Let's do that. <laughs> so I actually fun. love, especially the ones with bad story. Oh and, my god, yeah, yeah, what story? Yeah, are there, there are some with. What's the website now? They do mostly hetero porn. I don't think they do any sh- female or um homo homosexual porn. Okay, you mean like called, Game of Bones? No, Braz. <laughs> well, I don't know Brazzers. I've seen like they have story again and it's a web porn thing and they have great stories so I'll watch some of them just to see the terrible story and their men are cute see my problem with heterosexual porn isn't the women it's that the men are usually hideous but these porns actually have really attractive men see that's my problem too is that you know they're, every once in a while I'll find like gay porn where there's oh guys are just uh, positively hideous yeah, so yeah. I'm like yeah let's see what straight porn's got Okay, got a couple yeah. of nice you get for a dollar? <laughs> well, you pay for porn? Or you get them at bingo no, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But no, softcore porn is always my favorite go-to because the men, again, were more attractive. And they didn't show any of the women's, uh, you know, down there. So it's good. I was fine with everything Skinamax. else. Skinamax? Exactly. I love Skinamax. And, and they had story, too. 
you know, it was somewhat fun and weird and interesting. Sin City Diaries? <laughs> Not that I've watched it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I think I was going to sit up now. <laughs> I'm trying to remember titles that I used to watch. Anyway, well, well I, that's like a separate mic- microset there. Um, let's move to TV. Did anyone else watch Fargo? Nope. Nope. My Never saw the movie. Well, the, movie. the good news is you can watch the show. I know. Have nothing to do with the movie. So it is just wrapped up. Uh, ten episodes. Martin Freeman from uh, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, Sherlock, Lord of the Rings, or The Hobbit, mm-hmm. rather. Um, uh, who else is in this? Billy Bob. Billy Bob. Oh, Billy Bob. He's between those two and some of the other actors who are a little lesser known. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's in it. Uh, like such good acting, so well done. It is basically just the people who know who have seen the movie or not. Doesn't matter. It's the same sort of setting. And a lot of the same archetypes from the Coen Brother original movie, but what they did is they took a, they made a whole new story that just has like echoes of it. And there is actually a tangible plot connection, but it doesn't matter much at all. Like it's just a detail. Um, and it's over ten episodes on FX, so it probably you can catch it still on uh, on demand or whatever Hulu or something. I don't know. But seriously, it's one of the best shows I've seen in a while because it has that same excellent Coen Brothers. Sort of, it's crime, bad things happen to bad people and good people, but the story is just fascinating. The characters are real, like they feel real, authentic people. In fact, some of the plot, uh, you know, is almost like, it's so weird and so doesn't follow like your normal, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, the Journey. Hero's Journey. Hero's Journey. Joseph Campbell. Thank you. It doesn't follow that normal trajectory, you know. You know, I'm not going to spoil a lot with this because none of you have seen it. And, you know, some of you might want to still see the ending. But the hero doesn't necessarily come out on top. The villain doesn't necessarily get the desserts that you think he should get. But he gets, you know, like there's all these things that just don't play the normal way. Yeah, you like think. a Marvel comic. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, in certain ways, Marvel Marvel kind of plays with this idea, too, sometimes. But um, it's just they, the, the writer was on a couple podcasts let's do. And he's like, I wanted this to feel believable, like it actually happened, even though it's all fiction. So, um uh, Oliver Platt's in it in a great role. Um, just if you have a chance, go check it out. It's awesome. Now, Orange is New Black. I I will tell you right now, and you can spoil this. It doesn't matter to me. I did enjoy the first episode. Mm-hmm. That's as far as I got. Of season one? Of season one. Oh, my oh. God. I am not like the 99% of everybody else that was like the mainlining animal. it. I was the against it because it trap, 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 trap to the Aaron. cages fall. <laughs> the cages fall. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Oral and Aaron like talking about. I'm like, I don't want to do a damn show about damn lesbians. I'm like, it's terrible, but it is fucking awesome. It is awesome. Like this second season, they're bringing new characters, and oh my god. And that's the thing. Like Orange is the New Black is just a really like inside the actor studio breakdown of characters. Yeah. And so if well, you that's this love, season. Yeah, this this, this season. season. So if you love character development, this season is all for you. Okay. They create. Like tangible new people that you root for. The villain for this season has uh, was phenomenal, yeah. um, and it focused less on like the main character Piper as opposed to all these other people in the women's prison. Well, let me ask you this because I know that this is all based on the memoirs. and Janeway's in it. Oh fuck, she's awesome. I did see this, this when she was in the first episode. Piper in the 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 book like is only in prison for a year. Yeah, yeah, she's only in prison for a year. So, do these seasons basically take place in like not over a year? They're like you know a smaller period of time. Is that the deal? It's it's very 
Well, it felt like a year. It felt like a year. Yeah, it's but the thing is, there are certain aspects that they do where they're like, "Oh, this is coming up," and so they'll talk about it for a couple of episodes until it happens. Um, but it really doesn't matter because they keep how much time they have, like pretty much to themselves. I got you. Like it could be, she could have just been in prison for four months. Uh, she mm. could be in there for seven months. I see. You don't really. They get leave it. that intentionally ambiguous to right. let it stretch mm-hmm. out and tell their story. I got you. And let me tell you, like last season we had an introduction to everybody. This season you have introductions to new people, but now everybody meant last season again. Each episode is their own. Oh, okay. And you're getting to know how fucking crazy they. So it actually gets her. behind their skin and kind of tells their. That's yeah, there's this about. one girl who thinks she's getting married to Christopher. And oh my gosh, she is. I, I thought she was really like all first season. You really think she's engaged to this well, man? Well, don't let's, let's not. Yeah, let's not ruin that. Well, I'm only on episode yeah. five. Did I say four? Well, five? you know, because Orange is the New Black. The, like the twist for Orange is, is the New Black. Like changes your dynamic of that character. I see. Yeah. So completely. wow, that's cool. That's cool. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. So definitely give it a shot. And I will. It's it's not so much that the first episode didn't. It wasn't interesting. I think I was just busy. But the good news is on it's on on Amazon. Netflix. It's on Netflix, yeah. and you can watch all or one or two or yep. whatever your pace you want. Now, uh, have any of you taken up Penny Dreadful? Yes. Yes. Okay. Good. I'm on episode six. I didn't see last. Oh shit! You, last you guys night. are past me now. <laughs> oh my god! It's so, did you watch four? Did you watch episode four? Hold on. So I. The last thing I saw mm. that made me really want to bring this back up on here is Dorian Gray oh, yes! and Josh Hartnett's character, who oh. I fucking can't remember his name. That absinthe-fueled moment of passion, uh, I was, I was, it was a late-night thing. I was watching it. Pat was asleep, and it was just kind of like, oh, well, he, didn't, he didn't really care for it, so I was like, oh, I'll just watch it now. And I was just like, okay, it's very cool. You know, it's moody, dark, mm-hmm. atmospheric, Victorian. Just, just Girl great. coughing everywhere. Oh, yeah. Oh, poor Billy Piper. Um, so, you know what? This is the only series where I haven't minded her. I really loved her character. Problem is, I think Billy Piper is a good actress. I can't stand Rose. Yeah. Like, and it's, it's hard for me to disassociate, but, you know, they fixed, she got her teeth fixed. And she can actually talk now. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. No. Um, no. And and they didn't. It, it's a different accent. Consumption. It's it's a very different character for her than I've seen her do. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's closer to her diary of call girl yeah. character, of course, because she's kind of a prostitute. But it's different than that too. So. But it's it's so all so these mythic so characters wait, now coming I'm ahead together. Of both of you? Yeah, you are. Oh. No, you and I. Well, you, you and I are the same. I did not watch this past episode, okay. which was on Sunday, right? Uh-huh. Okay. And this one next week is the it's finale. season finale. Season finale. Yeah. Now I believe it's doing very well. It is it mythic, and I'm very excited to see where they go with this, who they kill off. I love the Frankenstein story because it is not what you thought it would be. Nope. It is not the classic Frankenstein nope. story. Nope. If anything, there's a bit of like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, yes. exactly. And I feel like the the girl, what's her name? The, the actor we were just talking about that rose. Oh, oh Billy Piper. Uh, uh, Brian Croft. I really feel like that she's going to be that bride. Of Frankenstein, I think that's what she's going to want. It seems be. like that's kind of what they're telegraphing yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it'd be that'd be hilarious. But um, it's oh, and it's legal. It's legal story, a gentleman done. Not be, I don't know about better than the comic, but in way better than the movie. But it is basically that idea. It is, let's yeah, take these it fictional is. Oh. things, let's mix them up, let's have them tell a story of an adventure with intrigue and sex and violence and everything. I so like Dorian Gray, oh my god, he's so fucking hot. Yeah, it's uh, and he's he's, he's interesting. He's not. 
he's not an outright villain. At least that no. I've seen. Well, he, he's oh. got some complexity to him, whether yeah. or not he is ultimately villain. And you know, Timothy Dalton's in it, and yeah. he's oh. great. And Eva Miles is fantastic. Wait, as Eva Vanessa Miles. Ives. That's not Eva Miles. Is it's, it? Oh uh, no, Eva, no, no. Um, it's not my. I know who you're talking about, but it's not. Sorry, her. it's oh, it's the chick yeah. from the 300 sequel. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I forgot her name, but anyway, yeah, she's great. She's great. And so I, so I, I saw from the preview of the next really? episode that who? No. Anyway, she's got some kind of lesbian story with Mina Parker or something. I don't know. That's what they sort of alluded to. So you need to. Yeah, I'll get caught up. To watch I'll it get caught up. It's good. That's an entire episode. They dedicate yeah. that. That's the next one that he's about to. Yeah, watch. yeah. And I think it's kind of like a backstory, kind of explaining why is she with. The Timothy Dalton's character, uh, who's vaguely Alan Quartermain, but not really. Um, all right, so Penny Dreadful's great. Is there any other television? I feel like there might be some other show that I've left off. Anything catching you guys right now? Anything exciting you? Oh, I finally discovered Rick and Morty, the <gasps> animated series. Yeah, I that's that like great? <laughs> Back to the Future. Uh-huh. If Doc Brown truly was a mad scientist Morty, and a drunk. Morty, you have to keep this in your anus. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's it, still taught malleable. <laughs> My thing is, is that I am not an Adventure Time fan. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't think that it's funny. Uh-huh. It's just I don't like it. Doesn't yeah. It it's it's a children's show that has elements of adult, but I like Rick and Morty because it just really just goes for it. Uh-huh. And they're like, you know, they're inside a body, and it's like Jurassic Park in one episode. Um, and there's a scene where they're like, oh, you know, like. Just be quiet. If you know, if we don't move, chlamydia won't see us, and chlamydia looks like this giant like oh. dinosaur. <laughs> and he's like, "Wait, no, I was thinking about a T Rex. That's T Rex." And it's just, it's really fucked up. Uh-huh. And they give you these, like squidgy little eyes, and mm. like it's gross and it's grotesque. Adult Swim, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's hilarious. Is it made by the people who do Adventure Time, or is it just no? no. So Dan Harmon is Dan Harmon? Yeah, is oh. one of the big um, okay. people behind it. Okay. Well, that the, makes the sense. The animation style almost reminds me of uh, Super Jail almost. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, um what? I, I realize what we haven't talked about, the season finale of Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah. See, and this is where I have to walk into another room because I really don't want to be it's spoiled. It's Eva Green. Eva Green, Eva please Green. Vanessa Ives. Eva right. Green. All right, so... Uh, so you want to talk about the season finale of Game of Thrones? I mean, you, you go for it. I will say this, that this past season uh-huh. was the most entertaining season. Really? I feel yet. Um, there's a lot of character growth and development. People who needed to die, died. Yeah, People I do who know didn't that. want to die, died. Uh-huh. Um, That's Game of Thrones. I, yeah. I will say this. I'm not an emotional person. Uh-huh. I'm very cruel and cold when it comes to, like, TV shows. Bitch. Yes, I'm a bitch. Uh-huh. But the final scene in Game of Thrones just literally broke me down. Really? Like, I, I lost my shit. And it's it's not even, like, a really, like, powerful as in, like, people died or, you know, triumph. Uh-huh. It's the letting go of something uh-huh. and looking towards your future. And the way they did it was just so powerful and palpable for me. Like it just, I just lost. I just lost it. So I just so people know where I'm at. I'm at the first episode of season three. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> but Pat has actually watched more than that, and he's like, "Well, because you know he's home during the day, and so he had lots of free time to listen to or watch that." And I'm like, "Oh crap!" So now the good news is we can catch up really quickly. 
get to season four and probably watch that. So soon I will be where you are, and I will know all, and then we'll wait together. Watch Penny Dreadful. You you guys need to watch this, but I oh, just no, assume. No, no, Joshua and Joshua I both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you too. No, oh, I only was Josh interested thing. after someone said it was League of Destroyed Gentlemen. I was like, I love that. I would love to see that. So, um, uh, so also just I'll give a quick shout out. Adventure Time, not Adventure Time. I did this before. Gravity Falls, similar mm-hmm. to Adventure Time. Uh, one of my favorite shows uh, from that same group of kind of people from that flapjack show, whatever is coming back finally they've been doing these little shorts on uh, the disney channel and it's finally coming back so if you're a gravity falls fan uh you got to check it out you got to watch even if you're not check it out it's great um let's talk about heroes con i'm not going to make this a big thing because obviously unfortunately due to events beyond our control not all of us were allowed to go (laughs) just let it out eric let it all out so Aiden Mulan in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Aren't you glad we didn't get her on here? Um, so originally Eric, myself, Pat, Cap from the Nerdy Show, and Aaron, of course, Aaron Holland from a comic shop. Not oral though. Our Never oral. Well, you know, maybe you can work out something for next year. You guys can like, I don't know, do something because you're off on that day now, right? Saturday. I mean, do you not understand how this works? Eric, <laughs> drop some knowledge. I've waited five years. <laughs> but you got to go one year. Oral's never been. He gets to go on the drinking ventures. Oh. I get to go to the cons. All right, well, that works. <laughs> drinking ventures only happen once a year. You went to the beer one? No, I didn't. What, oh, what, no, what? He didn't. told me right. maybe next time you get to go, but you can't go. <laughs> All these people, some of these people don't even work at the store. They get to go before you. I'm so sorry. So, uh, Heroes Con was in Charlotte, as it is every year for the, like the last 30-something years. Uh, Eric had a fabulous run last year going around kissing creators, having creators kiss them, wearing his amazing Wonder Woman outfit, just having a gay old time. This year, did not happen. <sighs> I'm so sorry. Nope. I was devastated. Like Pat and I are really looking forward to it. Because, um, I mean, besides the two of us, I mean, you know, Cap, Aaron, uh, Tony uh, Baldini, and oh, great. Uh, That's what we played. Matt. Tony, no, Tony was there. Tony's been there every year. Uh, Matt uh, Trench from the community, if you guys haven't uh, met Hi, him. Matt. Uh, oh, he's, uh, he's, he's very nice. Very nice he's guy. Um, they all went, and actually, uh, Tony and Matt worked the Nerdy Show booth, selling, our, selling their stuff. Get, Tony got commissions, all that good stuff. Uh, Pat and I ran around, did our thing, met people, uh, you know, talked to, we lined up like a bunch of interviews. So there's some really cool stuff I hope we'll be able to pull off here soon. Um, and, uh, are you done yet? No, one more thing, a couple more things. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that we did a panel and this panel was the first LGBT panel specific in Heroes Con history. We had it confirmed. That I had my name attached to it, and I didn't even know I was supposed to be a part of it. So that just broke my heart even more when I saw that fucking posting on Facebook. I I only ever just said, hey, we want to do it, and yeah, yeah. So it was with the Hernandez brothers from Love and Rockets. It was with uh, Terry Moore from Strangers in Paradise. And it was with Kate Leth from Cater Die. All amazing creators who have done gay characters uh, and or are queer on uh, the Hernandez brothers and Terry Moore, not so much, but uh, Kate is a queer creator. 
and we had a great panel. We had great attendance. Like, I was actually thinking we had like you know, 10, 15 people. I think we had at least 30, maybe 40 people. Like, there was a big room, but a lot of seats were filled. Um, there's video of it up on uh, our Facebook page right now. We're going to put out the audio in its entirety up in a future uh, release when we get that edited. And I had a lot of great feedback. Everyone seemed to really enjoy it. It was just, it was the best experience I could have hoped for. And next year we'll follow it up because Eric will be with us and we'll have a different panel. And I'll open up my makeup bag and I'll come oral. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow amazing. Hi, everybody. I'll unzip my dress and there'll be Jerry. (laughs) I will say this. Actually, this is the kind of con, Jared, you would do very well, unlike MegaCon. Because it is creator focused, art, art, Hollywood. The local con. Listen, no, no, it's not MegaCon's fault. They're so successful as a show that the artists get lost in the noise. I -hmm. think, and we and get in there, get in there, (laughs) but 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 seriously, Heroes is a very artist comics focused. That's the point. They don't have media guests. They don't have these crazy, uh, you know, anime, anime everything. It's comic books. It's it's, it's artists. Lots of SCAD graduates, of course. It's right the road. Mm-hmm. Um, it it is the kind of con that you not only can see great art, but as an artist, you get in there and you can network and you can just. And that's well, I felt happen. like when I went last year, you got. You know, I always put artists on a certain kind of like almost like a pedestal kind of uh-huh. thing that they're above us kind of thing, and then when I was there. They were just like talking like every, you know, and just so. Yeah. We we are great. regular people, you know. <laughs> Jared, I didn't say you. We can oh. put yourself in that category. You're not there yet, girl. Girl, <laughs> you can stand with the legendary children, but you're not quite. You're not quite legendary yet. Well, I'm sorry. That's a that's a Paris is burning reference. I wasn't dogging you. You know, I love to crack the whip over your artistic talents. No comment. <laughs> but but seriously, um, if there's any way we can in more force next year be there, it is an inexpensive con. I don't know how much they are for exhibitors, but it's like 40 bucks for the whole weekend for, for, for guests. Um, the panels, otherwise, I went to a censorship panel, talked about, the, you guys are familiar with Alex and Bechtel's uh, Fun Home? Uh, this is a, like a lesbian coming-of-age story in a graphic novel. And they, well, that's why I haven't read it. <laughs> well, they had it in part of like a college reading program, and the state legislator flipped out because there's some sort of ob- not offensive, but ob- ob- not obscene either. Explicit scenes. They're candid. Yeah, I mean, it's about a woman coming of age and her sexuality. There was sex in the comic, and the legislator in South Carolina flipped out. And they took money from the schools, uh, you know, operational funds, so they couldn't basically pay for it. Like it was this whole thing. We talked about that. Talked about Fred Wortham. There was actually people. Uh, there was two presenters. One. Pro uh, Wortham's evil. He did stupid things. He he lied. Yeah, yeah. And then a guy who came on and said, you know, actually, he was a good person. He did all this great outreach in Harlem when nobody else would. Like he was well intentioned, but he did make mistakes, and there were other issues. So it was really a well balanced thing. And then um, Dennis Kitchens uh, from Kitchen Press, or I think it's K- Kitchen Sink Press, who's done all this alternative underground comics for years and years and years, started the CLBDF. Uh, comic book legal, legal defense fund. Uh, he came and talked about his experiences with censorship, and I talked to him after. He's hooking us up with a gay comics creator from the seventies, uh, Howard Cruz. Which you know, if, if that plays out, we could have an interview with one of the very first gay comics creators ever. Wow. What was it like to be reviled 
spit upon <laughs> by mainstream America. How did you deal? <laughs> Drank. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, the Hernandez brothers are amazing. I, I had only been familiar with Love and Rockets, and now I've read at least like three or four of their volumes, and there's a lot. Uh, Terry Moore, so sweet, such a nice guy. He he, Strange in Paradise is a book that I've been familiar with, and I've read a little bit here and there. But man, he just is such a genuine person, and so so earnest in getting the word out about these characters and his story and and people. And like he has people write him and tell him horrible horrible things about his his characters and how you know whatever they are and all this. And he actually like reaches out to him and like talks to them. He's like, what what can I do? What you know? Let's let's. How can Did I he answer the question of why his comic books are Terry Moore's Echo and not just Echo? Why uh, his name has to come first? Why he's so pompous and arrogant? I mean, I'm kidding. <laughs> well, you know, he self-publishes everything. So it's kind of like that is his brand. Right. So, I mean, the name of the publishing company is like uh, whatever. Terry Moore? <laughs> no, it's not Terry Moore. It's something else. But that's why I think they do that because okay. everyone knows Terry It's not TM because that's trademark. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So anyway... I really had a great time. We we met some great fan, fans of ours. Stephen Mowry was there, of course. Hi, Stephen. You follow Steven. Facebook or Twitter, you know Stephen because he he comments on pretty much almost every post. We met his boyfriend uh, or husband, uh, and and kind of joked about how he makes fun of him uh, for for talking about us, like with him. Like he said, "Oh yeah, Pat just posted, Brian just posted, blah blah blah." And his husband like, "You don't know these people. I, you're crazy. What are you doing?" But now he's met us all, and he's like, "Okay, I can't bust on him anymore." So that was hilarious. Uh, we met at some of his friends. Uh, God, it was just great. It was great. So I don't want to. I don't want. It was the best of times. I don't want to put it the was salt. never even the worst of times. You couldn't even imagine it could be the worst of times because it was such a wonderful time and everybody was so great. We had a wonderful time. But I had. Out. I had Kawhi to your dad. <laughs> I had Kawhi to your dad. <laughs> Brian, I'm glad you had a good time. I am too, and. Um, Next year. Next year will be different. Next year. Um, excuse me. Uh-huh. I'd like to pull a Game of Thrones meme. Okay. Cersei. More wine. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can handle that. So uh, let's move on. We will talk uh, briefly about uh, music. If anyone has anything exciting. The one thing I will talk about briefly is Adore Delano's new album. Um, oh, how is it? Which is actually surprisingly good. Like I, I don't dislike Adore. I just I didn't know what to expect. I mean, you know, Danny Garcia, not Danny Garcia, Danny Noriega. Sorry, Danny Garcia. Uh, Danny Noriega is a former American Idol contestant. So you know the guy can sing, right? But what I didn't realize, he sounds like Darren Hayes. Pat's like playing me a song. He didn't say anything about who it was. I'm like, well, what album of Darren Hayes is this? He's like, no, it's not. It's Adore. Like, oh my God, it's just there. It's amazing. So really good in that sense. But then there's songs like DTF that are just schlock drag queen sort of humor and not just, you know, whatever. He, she does a song with uh, Alaska. I forgot what it's called, but uh, it's it's okay. You know, again, it's kind of what you'd expect. Right. But then there are these songs that transcend that. And those are the ones that make the album, I think, worth checking out. So I'd recommend just go online, listen to the tracks, right. maybe download one or two. Or if you like the whole thing, get the whole thing. Um, Lana Del Rey's got a new album out. I listened to Ultraviolence, and I read an article about her basically wanting to kill herself, which is like, God, come on, girl. Uh, get it together. Like, you're, you're doing pretty well here. Don't be all morose. But I think it's like her character more than right. anything. Um, I haven't heard the rest of the album yet, so I'm, I'm delaying judgment. Is there any music that's getting y'all excited? I, I feel like we're um, musically out of touch these days. No, fits in the tantrums. Oh, like, yeah. we're finally getting really good 
like acts and bands coming to Orlando. Uh-huh. So Erasure's coming. Yeah. So if you haven't gone down that Erasure hole in to. a while, definitely because they're coming to town. Orlando, I did Florida. in 1986. <laughs> <laughs> um, fits in the Tantrums. I've been listening to a lot over the past couple of months. Uh-huh. I really enjoy them. They're coming to town. Lily Allen yeah. is coming to town. I'm going to see her. I need to go. Ch- I, I'm surprised Pat hasn't mentioned. Or maybe he did mention that we're. Yeah, he did mention. Um, because, yeah, we love Lily Allen. She's great. Buy tickets so we can go. All right. All right. We'll talk about it. Um, that was no. No, no, no. no. I, no I like, I've liked Lily Allen since her first album. So I, I'm fine with that. And um, download me her album. I don't know if I ever talked about it. I went to see Katie. Not Katie. I do song. Christina Perry. With Pat, did I talk about this? Did I tell you guys. Yes, it was a great concert, and she is a hell of an entertainer. It is not nearly as down like you know, girl playing piano and kind of singing sad love song. But I mean, lots of positive, happy, fun. She's just a great performer. So if you ever have a chance to see Christina Perry live, she's great. Um, video games. Uh, honestly, I haven't done a lot of gaming lately. Uh, oh, oh, well, no, actually, I take that back. We missed E3. Well, we did miss E3. Thankfully, our friends at Nerdy Show covered it extensively. Good. Um, I'm very excited about what Nintendo has coming up. And Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What they just released... What Nintendo title? There are several Nintendo titles coming. Well, soon. the one they just released is Let's talk Mario about that. Party. I'm Mario sorry, Mario Kart, Mario Kart 8. 8. Yes. 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 So now I am a long time Mario Kart player since the mm-hmm. beginning, I believe. And uh, Pat as well. And so when it came out, I think it came out on a Friday, uh, it came in the mail. And then we basically spent the entire weekend playing it yeah. <laughs> like with, with minimal interruption. Um, it's it is great. It's great. I love the levels. Yes. Um, yes, yes, yes. My thing is, though, this is my pet piece from having played Mario uh, Kart for, you know, the past, like, three to four iterations. They gave you every one of, and Nicole, one of our customers, love you, Nicole, goes, they gave you all of the bastard Koopa kids. Yep. But they took away King Boo. Oh, you're right. And Draw Bones. Yeah. But yeah, they gave right. me not one, not two, but three peaches. Who the fuck needs a pink gold peach? Yeah. That's some bullshit. I didn't get that either. Carl. Ugh. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course he does. But Shy Guy is now a unlockable character to play with. Yeah. Uh, Lakitu is a fucking bitch. Yeah. Um, the the levels, the the game dynamics, the... You know, I love how they merge a lot of the different disparate 
Mario Kart games for all of the different Nintendo platforms yes. together. So you're you know driving along walls and like anti grav hovering and you know you're flying through the air and you have like a parachute. Or you're a going glider. underwater. You're using a bike. You're using mm. a ATV. ATV. ATVs. Yeah. You, you got your classic cars. Like there's tons of customization. Uh, you unlock all the stuff. There's classic tracks that they've redone that mm. look amazing. Moo Moo Meadows. If you want to see how much processing power yeah. the the Wii U has as opposed to just like the Wii, mm-hmm. Moo Moo Meadows Whew. is that shit it's because it's gorgeous. Especially yeah. if you have like a high def TV. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I really, uh, I played online a little bit, got my ass kicked even though I'm not terrible. Uh, oh, it's hard to play with the Wii wheel now. I'm garbage. Yeah. Now. Well, I'm, yeah, and that's right. You're playing with the wheel still. Yeah. I so. love the wheel. I've learned how to play on the wheel. I gotta, I gotta deal with it. Well, the tablet's a fun one to play, and I feel like it fits my hand pretty well. The new controller, uh, the new what is it called? His Advanced. Hands, what I call two Christmas hams that have opposable <laughs> digits. <laughs> Bitch. No. But actually, I also play with the classic Wii controller, the Wii Classic, whatever. That one works pretty well too. So. Um, if I may, please, please. Um, going on E3, oh, yeah, um, yeah. as a, as a dedicated Koei Warriors fan, I, I was a little excited when they, they brought in more footage of Hyrule Warriors. Yes. It's, it's a guilty pleasure. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's a mindless, stupid action game, but I love just mulling through hordes and hordes and hordes of peons and generals and all that, but in a Hyrule setting kind of excited about yeah, it. Oh, wait a minute. They're making a Dynasty Warriors with mashup with Legend Zelda? Of Zelda. Yes. No, and you can play as Link, you can play as Sheikah, you can play as Zelda, you can play as Impa. Like, it's legit. It's going to be amazing. And, like, it's got these crazy, like, Final Fantasy looking, you know, whatever the hell those are, ultimate moves or summonings or something. It's what, crazy. And what's it called? You mean Hyrule, Hyrule Breaks? Hyrule Warriors. Okay. Yeah, Limit Breaks. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So, no, I'm very excited about that. Of course, they put footage out of the new Zelda for the Wii U coming out, I guess, next year. Looks just like Skyrim. It, it's But it's gorgeous. Like, it's just yeah. straight up gorgeous. And it's it's a nice blend of the cell shaded that they did with, like, you know, uh, Wind Waker. But also, uh, like, like I guess, like Skyward Sword more than anything. No, it looks like Skyrim. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't, I've never played Skyrim, so I don't know. I love Skyrim. Yeah. yeah. It looks like Skyrim. Well, and they're making, the, they're making the claim now that it's like Skyrim in the sense mm. that you, anywhere you see. It's an open world. It's an open yeah. world and yeah. all this stuff. It's about so. time that they, they truly gave you that. Yeah. Because that's wild. Zelda has gotten really expansive. You still feel that we're okay. On now a set we're in this path. world. Now yeah. we're on this yeah. island. Now we're on this. And, and Eric is falling asleep. So let's move on. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about chicks. No comics. <laughs> what I was. What is one of our favorite things to talk about comic books? Um, there's been a lot of crazy stuff going on in DC and Marvel, of course. You know, we talked about how uh, Forever Evil wrapped up and all that, I believe, yeah. last time. That's done our... I mean, there's nothing really crazy going on in DC right now. I guess the biggest thing is just the... Futures and Futures Batman and the, the weekly books. I missed... <laughs> I'm still on episode five of Batman Eternal. Well, I, all of a sudden I turn around. It's like eleven. Spoiling. Well, that's what happens with these weekly titles. I have to read. I'm, I'm actually like I, I told I told you I, I kind of got bored because things were just moving along kind of slowly. But they're weekly titles, so mm. you know not going to be. I mean, I like Future's End. It's just it's. Well, it's because it's a weekly comic. It just jumps. Yeah, so much, it's just like fifty-two you know? way yeah. back in the day. 
Um, but I felt that one, that one, and this and probably with this too, they'll hit a point where everything starts to come together, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like Hickman, of and then you'll go, oh, okay, and then everybody'll jump back and have to read and catch up. And then this Wednesday, I'm really excited. Yes, for uh, Jeff Johnson, John Romita, finally um, Superman number thirty-two. It looks great. Does. Now, what I'm wondering, and, and and DC was doing okay with continuity, but you have Doomed going on. No, this is separate. But it's. So is it before, after, under? What, well, what? Wonder Woman's dealing with all the gods, but yes, she's hanging out with Supergirl. So, just, <laughs> so basically, what you're telling me is not that Marvel is is great about keeping stuff like that, but they do historically do a better job, I think, of coordinating among the editors. So you're just saying, it's no, just, they don't. They sometimes, no, they don't. They they used to. Maybe they. Yeah, when everything has a tie-in, when yeah. the tie-ins yeah. come out. <laughs> now, I mean, obviously, Captain America. And one thing he's dying, and another thing he's lost. His he's powers. off-world, but yet he's in New York hanging out with the Red Skull. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fine. I just want to know. I guess. I guess my thing was just, I, I, Doomed hasn't ended. We're not sure how it's going to end, but obviously, I'm, I'm Superman will be fine. But um, no, I just didn't know how that would play yeah. out and fit in. So, um, no, I'm excited too. The art looks great. Yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, I, I, I love Romita Junior's stuff. Uh, you know, the, the story could be good. I don't know. I mean, it's Jeff I don't Johns. Believe, yeah, and it showed the first three pages. Fucking Jeff Johns with his throwbacks. Got to be fucking Titano. Yeah. Really, the fucking ape. <laughs> just give me the starfish, Johns. Just give me that fucking starfish. <laughs> you know, again. it's coming. Starro is coming. Oh, I hate Starro. Why? I hate Starro. Why do you hate Starro? I Starro? just hate Starro. You, uh, it's a starfish. <laughs> you look, Star you and Star me were my favorite Pokemon. So, oh. well, that's different. <laughs> so, so what else? Okay, so yeah, that's the crazy guess going. What else in DC is is interesting these Wonder days? Wonder Woman is so great. Yeah, it's yeah. gearing up for their big like war for Mount Olympus thing. Uh-huh. Well, it's funny in her book. She's afraid to touch on the whole war, the God of War power. Mm. But in Superman Wonder Woman, she's glowing. She's talking to the troops. Yeah. She's like telepathy going, you know me. You know who I am. Right. I'm war. It's like, oh, well, excuse me, bitch. <laughs> um, but other How, than... What's Green Lantern doing? I, I kind of dropped oh, off and did he? I haven't read. I don't know. I'm... I'm... I'm two issues behind. All I know is there's some big war thing so you and dropped stuff. Off. <laughs> um... Swamp Thing, I, I still love dearly. Yeah. Another Saul, uh, Charles Solberg. Mm-hmm. Good. I just, the Forever People, Tomorrow. Oh man. my gosh. Oh, oh I'm so glad you reminded no, me. No, it was awful. It was awesome. What are you talking it was about? I, I said, when I saw it, I turned to Aaron. I'm like, you know, Brian loved it, right? <laughs> I loved it. Because, okay, let's, let's be honest here. Admittedly, I am a giant Kirby fan. In fact, I, I know, because it was OMAC take two. It really is. In yeah. fact, OMAC's in it. That, oh, surprise, surprise. <laughs> Actually, I think, I'm trying to remember if OMAC, OMAC may not no, have been in this he's one. He's in Future's End. He was in Future's End. But still, it's the same people who did it, OMAC. And it's, it's a love letter to Kirby, and it's a love letter to New you guys, know what? It's and not I'm, a love letter. It's a love letter to Dan Dio. <laughs> but it's not. It really. Okay. If you are familiar with the Kirby Infinity Man or was it is it Infinity Man? Yes. And, and the, the Forever, Forever people. people. It's 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 a it's a very Kirby thing. It's it's this idea that there's this rebellious youth and they're new gods, but they have all this power, but they need to learn humility. So it's kind of like Thor. They're they're kind of sent out on in this case like a like long term field trip it to Thor. But you know what the difference is. Which you know the the new gods are, yeah. you know, Asgardian. Yeah, yeah, like we all know that. Yeah, but the difference is, 
Thor is entertaining and interesting. <gasps> oh, exactly. Listen, the art is beautiful. The art is Thor. not bad in this. Ooh, it's not a box. Bad. Let's bring out a box. Okay. And let's compare let me. Faces. Let me. Okay. <laughs> the mother box that they do bring out oh. was stupid. Like it's very unadorned. It's plain. But there might be a point to that. Like, uh, I don't know. No, there's not a point. It looked like a goddamn cowbell. <laughs> Should we say eight issues and then cancel? Yeah. Well, or Denzio, no, he's there. He'll, he'll push it. Oh, Mac only lasted what eight. Well, because he's the president of fucking DC Comics. <laughs> it was. I am glad to say that I am not the only person who enjoyed it. I listened to another podcast, I fanboy, and they were big fans of it. So I'm not. In the, my, I'm not. I don't know with minority majority, but I'm not the only one that's buying it. Am I? Am I the one that's buying it? You're the one buying it. We have a fucking stack. We have. To buy. Uh, <laughs> like, why'd you buy so many? This is awful. And why'd you buy well, so many? Just make sure this you get me awful. a copy each issue, and then we're good. Oh, we don't. We don't have to worry about that. <laughs> um. So DC is just kind of like when we they're got vamping. Batman and Ro- uh, Batman and Rachel Ghoul. I mean, they're gearing up for the return of Damien. Yeah, that's, that's a big that thing. Night- the bombshell covers have been fucking fantastic. Yes, they have. I love those. I and really you do. You know what? That is how you do a series of variants. Yes, you can order like from the retailer's point of view, and you know from the collector's point of view, they're worthless. Yeah, right. Because they're just it's it's one one yeah, one. Yeah, it's a cover B. Yeah, like you don't have to order. You can only order bombshells and totally be fine. There's, uh-huh. there's no extra charge for it. Um, it's great because if you it's what variants are supposed to be. If you mm. like this art, then by all means pick it up. Yeah. If not, don't fucking worry about yeah. it. No, I I actually really like those covers. And I'll, I'll try to get especially this. because those three D covers are coming back, girl. They're coming I know. back. <laughs> I know. I saw it. September is going to be your like you hate September from now on. Mm. Um, I'm excited about some of the ideas and what they're doing, even if the covers or whatever. I am curious to see how this whole Futures End thing plays into what's coming next, which people are now calling the Band Aid. Uh, possibly another crisis. We don't know. It's kind of well. We know another crisis is coming. The anti uh, Jeff Johns introduced the anti monitor. Yeah, he's yeah. all about the old school shit. Right. So, but now people are saying it might have old DC, not pre pre new fifty two people coming. All right. And, Tell those fantasy people to just stop dreaming because they ain't happening. Well, well no, 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 no. Coming. Like, well, they're gonna start as, as, a, yeah. as a as a not as a let's replace. Let's go back. I'm not saying that, but they're saying that it might be a part of it. I don't know. We'll see. And it's, it's down the road, but. Um, that's what I'm excited about DC right now. Otherwise, I'm like ugh, DC. Now Marvel. So original sin. Oh, that was so badass. Original sin. Yeah. I obviously when you kill Nick Fury and you behead him and you do terrible things and you're like, duh. Yeah. <laughs> life Maldito. But what I did not expect is the end. Of, the end of number four. <laughs> Was it four? Yes. When old man Fury stepped forward on his secret satellite that they've all found their way to, and I guess they've been working for him, which go figure. And he's like proper old, like he's like not it look. now makes sense. Yeah. Of why all his all the other Nick Furies are all the same age? They never age. Yeah. You know why Mon- Marcus is as old? Infinity as he is Formula, and- my ass. Well, no, I mean they're still legit. It could still be Infinity Formula. It could be. He's, he's still a longer lived person than he probably should be. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't mean he's going to be like you know Mister Action Hero. So, so as much as this isn't maybe, and I don't know, they may lot, they may still like kill him off, but it definitely gives him, I think, potentially a proper send off in that way. Is like he's retiring. Well, no, he's, like he'll just. Download his whole actual conscience towards one of his life model decoys, and they'll just take over from. You think there. that's what's gonna happen? Come on, it's more. I would, you know, be <laughs> you know, what, Steve would be even better than that. Like he freaking like downloads into Nick Fury Junior. <laughs> 
and now he's black forevermore. <laughs> I mean, that would be the ultimate way to like preserve the legacy of the character, and yet also Dad, the have way the... you could live is through me. Yeah, <laughs> and the you know hell what you say? You abandoned me. Fuck this shit. Yeah, really. Um, but otherwise, it's been fun. Yeah. I, I, they haven't mm-hmm. in the main series. They have not dealt with the secrets that have been exposed yet. I assume that's maybe coming. No, the, I feel or like that's just that's, the tie-ins. That's the tie-ins. Okay. That's what the tie-ins are for. Um, oh, original sins came out, and I, I was like, "Oh, what's it? Oh, I'll put this right back." <laughs> no, I think did I pick that up or not? I might have. It's the anthology series. Yeah, yeah no, I think I picked it the up. The only reason why I choked that book down uh-huh. is because the Young Avengers. <laughs> oh, right, right, yeah, yeah. Because when Avengers. I saw them and they all looked like lesbians, I was like, oh, oh. I'm you know, and you know, I how was the Deathlock story terrible? The death, no, the Deathlock. Oh, I did story, read this. I did read this. The Deathlock story is the better of the two because, like, the the Lockjaw issue is like two pages. Yeah, and that's just a cute like little. That was really whatever. cute with the Lockjaw and too bad the um, art art Lockheed. was awful. Well, did Lockheed show up too or no? Just Lockjaw, just Lockjaw. Okay. Um, the Young Avengers thing is, I feel bad for those bitches. Well, yeah, because you have like beginning of Runaways level like love for this series right something that'll go down as like seminal work and then you follow it up with this yeah it's not it's like even the little like asides that they try to do i can't remember it's just not the art is rough right and it's not mckelvey's like gorgeous gorgeous rendering the story like mixes with red hood and you're just like, why are these two worlds coming together in such like a That's like a jarring right. way? Not Red Hood, The Hood. I'm sorry, The Hood. Yeah, yeah. and it's just who happens to have a red, red, a red Hood, hood <laughs> yeah. um, his little Red Riding Hood. You know, it's just don't I don't see it. I hope it gets better yeah. because I have loved the Young Avengers from their get go. Oh, me too. That's and I read one? some of the Mighty Avengers. I read the Mighty Avengers. Wait, for the recent them. one? No, the older one. Oh, I like wait which. One? The one where Scarlet Witch was there actually was white Loki. People. There was white people in that. I actually like that one. That was the um, Dan Slott one. Mm. I liked it. Um, speaking of Dan Slott, Silver Surfer is just tons of fun. It's mm. the art. Alred's, Alred's art's gorgeous. People keep saying it looks. It reminds them of Archer, which is hilarious because uh, Alred's doing the same thing he's done for years. But it, uh, it does actually have a similar, similar thing. And because it's kind of funny. I think people yeah. are kind of seeing that. As it's an action comedy. Yeah, it's and very, it's very. Do- I mean, I'll say it's very Doctor Who. And Slot said that as much. He's a mm. big Doctor Who nut, like me and Oral. Even though Oral doesn't always admit it, um, I always admit it. I just don't go on and on and on. Pleasure myself it. in front of others to Doctor Who. Listen, Tardis up his ass every chance. <laughs> <laughs> no one has, no one has made me the Tardis shaped dildo yet. By the way, um, but. Uh, that Thank was you, thing. listeners. That was a thing for a while. Look at it. Look at it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're done with that. So, um, I've enjoyed Silver Surfer. Yeah. yeah it's well, I don't know why there's production delays. I don't know if it's all red or slot. It, it does feel like it's been a few weeks. It still comes out monthly, yeah. but it just it changes not every. Let me ask you guys this, and I I don't think any of us have any insight directly, but the whole rumored. We're going to put Fantastic Four 
and all related things on the shelf. I can understand why. But I mean, do you really think they're going to pull Silver Surfer? No. Because no. that so was one of the ones they listed. I, I think that they'll work with Silver Surfer. Uh-huh. Fantastic Four. And, you know, Robinson He's in Earth 2 apart. was good. Oh, you don't think his stuff is good? His Fantastic Four... I don't care. It's uh, it's lackluster. It's no Hickman's. Thing. Hickman's Fantastic Four to me was amazing, but no, the uh, it's just it's it's interesting to me, and it make it does make sense from a marketing perspective. Of course, this is the who knows if this is even related to the big Marvel reboot, which people are now starting to speculate about whether that's true or not. They were speculating about speculating. that. Marvel is never rebooting. Marvel will always keep their timeline. I believe that that is more likely the case. And all I but, heard was that the FF is just going to be dispersed. Among other things. Yeah, throughout. Well, I mean, you have whatever's happening with Hickman's Avengers, which is actually finally kicking into high gear. Like you, it, yes. It's it's interesting. Not only in, in New Avengers do you basically have oh. the New Avengers, the Illuminati fighting Justice League. Which the issue that comes out, I think, this week. Uh-huh. Plus the, the New Avengers annual, which is all about Doctor Strange, uh-huh. which I have read both of them uh-huh. they are good okay if you miss the old doctor strange like series uh-huh. that is what this is huh. um and it gives you that art f- that they did with um that uncanny x-men one shot where kitty talks to scott and like everything's really like kooky and quirky oh, yeah. And, yeah that's the art that they use oh but um, Doctor Strange, he ain't no joke. No. Mm-hmm. Well, and they've been kind of teasing the idea that he's really aggressively trying to find some power and take some shit back. Yeah, he does. Well, read both of those, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Avengers dealing with the betrayal of Captain America in, in whatever, you know, there, there's probably more to the story than we think we know, of course. Well, there's the Tannin. Oh, oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is a yeah. somewhat. I mean, Hickman is influenced by that kind of stuff, and even if he wouldn't maybe admit it directly or, or even be conscious of it, there are elements of identity crisis. There are elements of. Um, that whole thing is identity crisis. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. Sort of. But, you know, like, I, having read uh, Avengers 32, having read New Avengers and Avengers, it's. All of those pieces are coming together. And for, for Hickman fans, if you loved his Fantastic Four and you've liked or like you love his Avengers, like I know now that this is my Avengers run. Really? This is, yeah, like I, because I just not really cared. Like Bendis gave me bits and pieces that I really like enjoyed and I touch on, like disassembled. Right. Um, uh, House of M wasn't him, but it was still like, it's still really good. How soon was, uh, was Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm thinking of um, Civil War, which oh. wasn't him. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, House of M was him. He gave me things that I love. Search for a Sorcerer Supreme. Like, that was good. That yeah, was he really just good. so happens to only love the stuff with the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. How surprising. How surprising. Well, let's talk a little bit about what's coming. Axis. Well, yeah, I, I will get to that. Okay. But this is this is it. Okay. This is when people go back and say, oh, I love Bendis' run. Oh, I, I was a Jeff Johns fan. Hickman's Avengers is for me. Yeah. And and everything is coming World? together. What about Avengers World? Avengers World, 
I'll read. It's not bad. It's not bad. The art is okay. It's Caselli. The guy did... Um, now, uh, look, I didn't drink a bottle of wine, so can we move it along? No, but I was gonna, <laughs> I'm sorry. Axis... Access I'm interested in. I just don't know anything about it. Whatever. It's going to be interesting to see how once a Remender plays out his story in Ult- uh, Uncanny X, Uncanny Avengers, how that then ties into what's going on. Um, no. And I'm excited because it sounds like yeah, Red Skull, Magneto fighting Red Skull, which makes a it's lot of be sense. Onslaught. Yeah, and it's on its like onslaught. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, the there's red a lot onslaught. of stuff. There's a lot of stuff from the '90s that Remender's playing with. It really is cool. Mm. And he's making. Even cooler. Have you been reading Magneto, Eric? Yes. Oh, yeah. So good. It's good. It's very dark, but I feel like it's it's going to walk that line. Between. It gets darker. It, cra- it cracks me up that you know you read his book. He's like this little old man, and then he shows up in Uncanny X Men. I'm like Jesus, man. <laughs> that's that art stuff thing. I know, but it cracks me up. Uncanny uh, X Men just wrapped up their storyline of uh, their X Men versus Shield. That mm-hmm. was great. That was really Dazzler. Good. Have you seen the Dazzler redesign? That's gonna no. be. Uh, yeah, I did, but I thought it was a joke. I didn't know no. it was really. <laughs> uh, in fact, Anka was a Heroes Con, and people were asking him about it, and he was just like. Yeah, no, we uh, Bendis wanted to do a redesign, and he had an eye for cosplayers, which is kind of funny now. And they do these redesigns, they're thinking, Oh, people could dress up like this, and then they start kind of well, what would be cool to see people do. Um, so I don't know what the character is going to be, obviously, coming from a bit of a more of a punk place, but she's done that before. She's mad yeah. as hell, and she's not gonna take it anymore. Um, un- uh, all new X-Men is dealing with the future brotherhood, which is fascinating. Now, mm-hmm. because fact, knowing that, you know, they leave each other notes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, don't do this. Yeah. But it's... Xavier mm-hmm. is fucked up. He's mm-hmm. controlling everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Even me. I don't yeah. like that at all. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is? It's that helmet, girl. I that know. helmet dampens your powers. And it's just like, I'm like, I'm reading it. And, I'm, you know, it's the big reveal of how he's fucking with everybody. I'm like, like father, like son. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just as fucked up as your father. Well, I think he's worse, but it's certainly the extension of that legacy. Yeah. In, I mean, in we a don't very know, bad way. You no, know, extreme. How bad Professor did it? We knew he pushed, right? Or you know, that's but true. We don't no, know if he was just like, just shut the fuck up and listen to me. Oh, by the way, can I say you guys have seen the X Men Peter Holmes web series where he has he's Professor mm-hmm. Xavier, yeah. and he fires X Men. There was a guy at Heroes cosplaying as him oh, cool. as Professor X. It was great. Um, that's, there's a picture up on the Flame On Show and the album from Heroes Con. Um, what other Marvel stuff do we should we Thor mention? Thor is great. Thor just wrapped, or it's it's almost wrapped up. It, One it's more, a Galactus thing. It's the aftermath. Who? Yeah. Fucking Assad Ribic, who was a Heroes, and by the way, is a delicious hunk of a bear. He's very, uh, you know, um, yeah. But um, I could have kissed him. Oh. I could have done other things. Oh, <laughs> I love his art. His yeah, oh, his, his art. art's amazing, and, and he's killing it. And Thor, it's very bittersweet because of his storylines, mm-hmm. and it's just like wow, it's it's some of the best Thor they've they've done in. But now he has a sister. Oh, that whole thing. <laughs> oh lord, whatevs. We'll see how that goes. Daredevil's been amazing. I'm very excited. Not reading it. Elektra has been good. Black Widow has been good. Black Widow has been good. Great. Moon Knight has been fantastic. Oh my god! Fucking Warren Ellis. Yeah, rap bastard. And and McKel- or not Um, artist. Crap, can't think of his name. That's our Moon Knight. Yeah, that's it. The both of them are going. Declan yep. Shalvey's. Yeah, both. Oh ladies. my yeah. god! They're that's both. Hard. Well, at least we got one trade out of it. And I forgot. <laughs> I forgot who's rumored to come on, but he, or who's announced? It's Brian Wood and somebody else. Uh, <sighs> Brian Wood. I like Brian. I I don't. 
You like Brian Wood's Ultimate X-Men. That's the only thing you like. I like DMZ. I liked his uh, Mara. Mara was good. DMZ's good. DMZ's good. His Star Wars is amazing. Yeah, it's not bad. But, uh, yeah, sometimes. Mm. Now name this Marvel one. I'm waiting for the superheroes. (laughs) So, well, let's let's transition to indie stuff. You mean the boom times? Oh, you can't. You can't stop indie books. I did not pick up the Wicked and the Divine. Oh, you messed up. I didn't realize who was You fucked up. You guys didn't tell me. You fucked up, and we don't have any more copies. Second prints are coming. Oh, because, see, I was told, if it's not on my list, Eric, don't take liberties anymore. No. Okay, Brian. Gotcha. I'll just follow the list. You know very good and well I said. I'll just follow Speaking of which, where's my trees number one? Oh, it's, it's in your list. list. Yeah. I didn't get it's, it. It's in your, it's in your poll. Oh, ah, okay, okay, good. Because I really was excited about that and I didn't even know it was coming out. Girl, pull him a tree. Gotcha, I'm there, I'm there. <laughs> no, if it's McKelvey and uh, uh, Gillen. Gillen, I'm all up on that. That's, that's great. McKelvey oh. is one of my favorite of the newer artists. but It's like an adult Young Avengers. It's really good. I Lucifer heard. Is, she is fantastic. I heard well, it. I'm sorry, Lucy. Lots of gods fucking around and doing like media and sort of artistic, like the musicians. And yeah. They're just yeah. 12 gods incarnate themselves every 100 years. Uh-huh. They give something to the world, like ephemeral, like uh-huh. music or like they do like miracles. Um, this time they incarnate themselves as pop stars. Mm-hmm. They live for two and a half years and then they die. Yep. Cool. That's a great premise. I love it. I mean, and it's perfect for them. And this is an ongoing. It's not a. It's not like phonogram where it's like a you know six and done or mm-hmm. whatever. So I'm very excited about that. Um, uh, our friend Ryan Brown, who it looks like will be on the show when it gets a little closer, is putting out God Hates Astronauts from Image. Yep. As an ongoing, it looks great. His art is awesome. The story is batshit crazy, but that's the charm of it. It's just really silly. And mm-hmm. I they had a preview at the end of his issue of Manhattan Projects, which. He did a great Manhattan Projects with uh, Laika, little space dog out in mm. the uh, in the universe trying to make her way and uh, getting uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. I saw happening. that at the end of like when the transformation happens, you're like, so we're doing this. I guess we're doing this. Well, you just yeah. I mean, and it's it it's it's who knows when we'll go back to the story. Hickman has said very publicly that that is one of those series he doesn't plot out ahead, which is. Completely unlike everything else he does, where he knows mm. the ending before he starts. Um, but it's Cal came out, okay, which I think is Higgins. Is it Higgins? I don't know. We sold out before I got to read it. Oh shit! Well, Dope. Cal is great. It's like, what if you union to fight organized crime? You unionize superheroing. Mm-hmm. So there's a like a short stories like um, universe called Union Dues, which I really love. Um, so if you like Cal, search for Union Dues. But it's it, totally, it's but totally it is it. Higgins, the guy who wrote Nightwing. Okay, thank you. Um, Maybe I should have read his Nightwing before they canceled it. No? no. Okay, never mind. This sounds like it's better than that. Um, what else uh, from Image or from any of our other? Rat Queens. Amazing. I, I still need to check that out. Oh, I got the first oh, it's issue. Out of, it's out of stock right now. Well, That's how much it sold out. Like really? we just We went through it's hundreds fantastic. of copies. That's the trade or the yeah, issue? The trade oh, is okay. out. The single issues, pick it up that day, because if you don't, bitch, out of luck. Lumberjanes. I have issue number one, because Kate Leth designs the badges, and she did a variant cover. And it's tons of fun. It's so cute. It's like a girl's camp. 
with superpowers. It is. It's like Buffy. Oh, okay. It's like Buffy. Buffy thing. Yeah, no, oh, it's shit. great. It's I want to read it now. I'm like, Aaron, can we order it? No. What? He won't order because it. Because you know the thing so is. girl, you got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, people order it. Put me and we down. get it. Okay. Put me down. Okay. If that's what it takes to get him to support some. And evidently, it's got some lesbians. Kind of well, got a thing there. there he goes, losing us again. What? He hasn't learned. Uh, no, I'm just no, saying. To our, our lesbian, lesbian friends, I'm exactly. sorry. I love you. I'm going to get go, that. Let's Allison go. Let's go and eat oysters too. together. They don't yeah. like us. They don't even listen to us. They, lesbian TV. That is not true. That's not true. And we made some lesbian friends at this Heroes Con who are going to listen to us. And we are going to hopefully in the future maybe even collaborate. And that's not a dig at lesbians to go eat oysters because I love going to oyster bars. I had oysters last night. She looked gross. Bitch, you didn't even call me. I was in Sarasota. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a good place to eat oysters, though. No, I I specifically want to shout out to Kate Leth. She did an impossible... After selling me the Lumberjanes, Mm -hmm. very in cover, uh, uh, we were talking, and I knew she did uh, Bravest Warriors. And she did Impossible Bear, which if you've not seen Impossible Bear, is we one of the gayest things I've ever seen. So many copies well, of the Impossible Bear special. Save me one. And I'm so, willing them down. freaking Impossible Bear is a rainbow-colored, mustachioed, uh, fluffy little bear. And I told Kate, I'm like, you know, that is probably the gayest thing I've ever seen. And I'm like, you know, she knows about bears and all that. So I said, wouldn't it be great if you could do like a bearish cover? He pulled out the issue like everybody who's listening can see this. I'm afternoon. talking about it. I need a, a, a visual aid for myself and for you people. You. Oh, you people. You people. Well, how you dare people? you? We're fat. We're ugly. <laughs> we're you people. And you're black. But I'm here. Dear God, I'm here. <sighs> so, Kate, I asked her. She did a variant cover uh, of, of the Impossible Bear as a bear with a martini glass and she didn't even know about Pat's uh, business which by the way the logo is a bear with a martini glass and uh, or, or rather a martini glass with a bear in the olive and she actually did this first for a child of age 10 didn't realize or, or I guess kind of thought oh it would be funny and the kid gets it and it's just like oh that's okay like just didn't, didn't and you you yank it out of the hand pushed him down yes. like I'll take I this knocked it no she did a different one for me but no it's great and I'm actually really curious about Impossible Bear now he might be my new little my new little avatar because until he reads it <laughs> it's silly I know it's adventure time it's that same kind of crazy kids whatever but still Impossible Bear it's great alright so what other indie stuff The Wake is finishing up Yes, it is. It's been oh, great. One more issue? Oh my god, no, that last more. issue knows one, 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 one more. One more. That last more. that issue. Oh my god, it was like, wait, what? What? What's going on? This is crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. If you're not reading it. You need to. It's beautiful. It's been it's been really good. Uh, what else has been coming out that I've liked? It's I think it's an image book. Okay, we're getting closer. Sex here. Criminals came out. Um, well, continuation of the trade, um, right? Um, the next issue. It, it's not that I. Wait, just wait, wait. Like the it, next I issue just... after the trade came out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Did they take a break after that or before that? They did a I break. I don't know. They've been yeah. on break for like 18 months. Well, All we got to get is reprints of the issue one. No, you're thinking of Hawkeye. No, no, no. Sex no, Criminals. No, I'm not thinking about Hawkeye. They're doing that. Sex Criminals, we had 12,000 first, fourth printing, fifth printing, eighth printing. Well, let me tell you right now. Heroes, Zadarsky and Fraction were there. And Kelly Sue, they're all in together. They had giant lines. The only lines that were bigger were Eastman for Ninja Turtles Mm-hmm. And Starlin, occasionally, his line got long. You ruined 
Stormwatch. By and the not way, saying something, because Stormwatch read, was flatlining. Did you read the Thanos annual? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I read it. What'd you think? I enjoyed it. You did? I did. Because I'm a sucker for that. Uh-huh. The problem is, is that... It's not the same Thanos that's in every other book? Like, there's two Thanos. Star- yeah. Starlin said as much when we're standing there in line. He's like, the funny thing is... My Thanos, the one I created, is like to remind everybody, is has moved on and is not this evil supervillain anymore. Yeah. Whereas every other Thanos in Marvel is the ultimate bad. So he's like, yeah, we're both kind of out there doing their thing and whatever. Mm-hmm. He's just like, you know, playing the garden on this alien world. Nobody's bothering him. <laughs> like you do. Anyway. Like, oh, that's a good Thanos. <laughs> I, Thanos is planting a garden. <laughs> Picture with like gloves on. <laughs> they put him with a shovel. That's how they left him after yeah. like Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, no. Oh, I, I got, I, I had him sign a copy anyway because I was like, mm-hmm. um, you were, you were, you were hovering towards the um the list book. of things that have come. Cal, we mentioned. Rat Queens, we mentioned. Deadly class is great. Fatal is wrapping up. Deadly class. That's what it was. Science. Black science. Black science is on hiatus Amazing. right now, but it's coming back. Um, I love Fatal. Seeing Fatal go is devastating. But Fade Out, which is the new Brubaker and Phillips image book, looks gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and they're going to the the first issue is going to be like an oversized like movie magazine, like old school. It's just you know. Film noir, people killing people, Starlet dies. It's everything you ever want. If you like the wait, Maltese wait. Falcon, it's like it's, uh, it's like that. It's like Satellite Sam, except good. I'm sorry. Wow. Don't I let Kelly Sue. That's hear another that. one, by the way. That's Don't let Kelly Sue. It's Fraction. It's Fraction that writes it. But yeah, I I know it's Fraction. Oh, oh, I should say. No, I need to get issues that I am missing. Of what? Satellite Sam. Well, you should have picked them up while you're out here with Colin. <laughs> Seriously. That's another one we have to talk about. But no, but it, it's been it's been good. The, the last issue I read was good. So there's lots of good indie books out there. It, now is an amazing time for independent publishers. Some were got, kind of figuring out, well, why are these doing so well now compared to other times? But I think it's just because they've got a lot of good talent, and they're letting them do what they want to do, and they've got a model that works for them. And yep. It's good stuff. So, um Wrap things up here. We are having some great uh, Microsoft content coming up. We have an interview with Brian Anderson from the X Gaze yes, coming up next. Uh, and then the feed when you get to it, or maybe when you listen to this, it's in there already. Uh, just interviewed him. Super nice. So Super Duper is a series that he's, uh, it's an anthology series, excuse me. We also have some interviews after that we're lining up. And again, a lot of them from Heroes Con. But we do want to hear from you, as always. We love the interaction. We've been getting a lot of traffic on, on, on Twitter and Facebook recently. Thank Flame you on, for that. Flame On Podcast on Twitter, Flame On Show on Facebook, and FlameOnShow.com. We had set up a new phone number. It's up on our website. If you want to leave us a voicemail, please do. It's great. The dirtier, the better. We really... No, seriously, if you're listening to this right now, I have long enjoyed voicemail segments and other shows. And we have never had one. We did this years ago. We tried this, and nobody, yeah, nobody that. did nothing. So um, the phone number is up on our website. It is easy to call. It is a voicemail only, so you don't have to talk to any of us. You just get to leave your voicemail. You know what would help What's if that? we gave the number right now? What was that, Oral? You wanted the phone number? Well, how about you, Flamers? Give us a call at 
8ASK. That's 951-468-8ASK. And leave us a message. Please call and leave us a voicemail because I'd love to do this. The audio could go right in. We'll play pretty much anything you put up because right now we've had nothing. You know, I was going to make a joke about how no one's called our line like nobody calls my phone on a Friday night to go on a date but we know that's not the Mm, case because I'm a slut (laughs) I'm not a slut I'm just a liberated woman Uh so uh, please leave us voicemail email us uh, info at uh, at flameonshow.com all of our names at flameonshow if you want to reach out to any of us you can oral Brian Jared especially if you're cute (laughs) if you're cute Jeff at flameonshow.com Pat at flameonshow.com and uh, Tumblr. That's another area where we've been actually getting a lot of good feedback for a picture that I took at Beach Bear. Oh, that's cute. I posted a picture of a, f- a guy we met named Glenn. We have a Tumblr. You didn't know that? Th- nobody knew but you, bitch. Oh, well, all right. But no, the Tumblr. It's nothing it, but dick pics. It, it is. It, it <laughs> is basically. No, no. It's, and we, because we don't contribute to it, it's just one dick. Icon it's just one dick over and over again. <laughs> Now, I, I do most of the posting. I think Pat might have access to it. But anyway, it's, you know, it's great. We get to reblog stuff. We get to make new fans that way. Yeah, I'll totally tumble. It's fun. No, I'll, I'll hook you up. It's, it's easy. Okay. Um, but no, please check out our Tumblr. It's Flame On Show as well. I think. Maybe Flame On Podcast. But look for Flame On. You'll find us either way. And uh, I think that's everything. Yeah. Oh, P to the S. Uh-huh. Just to let you know, we have a very special listener in Barcelona. What? Mm-hmm. Who's mm-hmm. that? Her name is Jessica. Okay. She's a Spanish princess. And I hate her. I hate her. you, Jessica. <laughs> I hate her with a, the passion of a billion exploding suns. Okay. But I say that with love because she's a Spanish princess. All right. And so, she's in Barcelona. And she's living in Barcelona. Aww. City center, that is. Well, enjoy Barcelona. Flame off. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Flame On, a podcast made possible by Powder Milk Biscuits, the ones in the blue box, a comic shop, and the generous support of tops and bottoms like you. If you want to be one of our sugar daddies, you can help out by telling a cute single friend about us, reviewing us on iTunes, or putting some dollars down our digital G-string in our monthly support drive. For more ridiculously entertaining and socially enlightening episodes of Flame On, as well as other fine programs, head on over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to Flame On and all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via iTunes. And be sure to find us on Twitter at Flame On Podcast or Facebook on our Flame On fan page. And make sure to check out flameonshow.com for more nerdy queer in your ear. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Geeky Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 